Welcome to Leading Consciously, Living a Coherent Life with Purpose, a podcast delivery with lots of love to inspire everyone to unleash the conscious leader we all have inside. Here is Lara Bezerra, your host. Today I want to make my comments on a post in LinkedIn from Otti Vogt, previous CEO, CTO of ING, and a thought leader on future of work. Indeed, a thought leader in the future of the world a person who I admire a lot. And this post had brought lots of thoughts in me, so I decided to bring this to the podcast today. In this post, he talks about the importance of relationships and in the transformation from talent management to focus on fostering the right interdependence in the teams, something I believe strongly. Here is his post. Forget talent management, forge relationships. Arguably, far too much energy is focused on individual high performers. In my experience, to enable transformational change, the relevance of relationships is far greater. Forget talent management, forge relationships. Arguably, far too much energy is focused on individual high performers. In my experience, to enable transformational change, the relevance of relationships is far greater. In any social system, identity and reality are continuously co-created in connection with others. Organizations only flourish with mutual reciprocity when trust and interdependence are aligned. At an individual level, as Keith Ferrazzi suggests, we develop and co-elevate with others. At a social level, as Damon Santola writes, we perpetuate meaningful change through strong links in our networks. Dana Zohar sums it up. Separation is an illusion. Quantum physics teaches us that everything is entangled. The observer influences the observed. Consequentially, if we change the relations, we change the entity. Especially in today's complex world, the limitations of management philosophy based on Western individualism are evident. In order to craft good businesses and rebalance our society, as Henry Mitzberg writes, we need to actively embrace interdependence. As leaders, we must lead by example, not focusing on ourselves, but virtuously taking care of the whole by enabling flourishing relationships. In that, all true leaders are above all followers. Separation is an illusion. Consequently, if we change the relationships, we change ourselves. With this, Oti, finishes his post. For me, this is a crucial understanding on the journey of succeeding in business and in life. We are our relationships, but not in the sense of the influences people have in us. This is also true, but much more on the dynamic that is created when different people, environments interact. In quantum physics, I have heard thousand times from Professor Dana Zohar. 
a quantum dynamic system is any system that is created by any different combination of beings or situations. Every one of us has a different energy depending on the environment connections we have or we are living at one particular moment. Being a leader, you will create a different system in your organization when you arrive, just because you are a different human being from your predecessor. But even more, in case you arrive at your workplace and you have clear goals and independent of your team, the system this organization works with, you decide to build the team as you have in your mind and fix numbers to be achieved, you would create a different, completely different outcome from the one you would have. If your relationship with your team would be building trust and common purpose, and you would co-create with them the plans, strategies, and even the vision of the outcome you would want to have collectively. In the first case, you would need a clear strategy for talent management, as you would know what kind of co-workers you would need to deliver the plans you have in your mind. Also, you can then, in this case, build clear goals, objectives, and performance plans. You could put on paper exactly what you want, what you were planning, the strategies, the business plans, because you have in your mind what exactly the outcome you would like to have. But in the second case, you would need a good communication team to always remember everyone what we are doing. You would need also a good vision and a strategy team to support the whole team to be able to see the big picture always and be ready to adapt pieces of the organization. You would need also to boost the confidence of the team so when they are seeing the big picture and they are seeing something new emerging, they would be able to make decisions. Well, indeed, all the organization settings that Frederic Laloux, Dana Zohar, Otto Scharmer have been writing about the last 10, 15 years. The organizations that are emerging with this emerging future. And they are kind of starting this new framework for the new management paradigm that the Western will need or the whole world will need. Also in the second case, you bring the vision of what the future can bring to us. You show many possibilities of the future and let the teams see how can we evolve our purpose to keep impacting positively the stakeholders, the society, the environment. And in this process, we lead to be led. You develop a great skill that is to learn to be led. Let us go back to some definitions that exist today. When we talk about talent management, we understand that we want to mold people towards a certain model or expectation. But my question is, do we know the full potential of an individual and his or her hidden secrets that can be unleashed for us to be able to build a great special program for this person to really excel. And what would be excel in this case? Uh -huh. For me, the best talent management program in the way to lead for the future 
would be the one that prepares an environment where there is trust and everyone can be themselves. A safe space where they can experiment, they can interact with each other, taking the best out of each other. Trust their colleagues and leaders and There is something in common that brings people together. This would be the environment that we would have to foster. So the ideal talent management is not for an an individual in this case. It would be to nurture an environment where they can unleash their potential through the relationships they will have with each other and with their stakeholders and their environment. For me, it would be called not talent management, but talent nurture. And how would we nurture talent? First would be to start by ourselves and asking the question, how can I serve my team better so we can achieve our common purpose together faster? What does my team need? What the world needs? How can I help them connect these dots? What is exactly motivating my team now? Fear, doubt, uncertainties, greed, self-assertion? If this is the case, the first step is to reframe their motivations. It does not matter if you have the best bonus system in the world. Your best performance would not make the best use of it if they would be afraid of losing their jobs. At the same time, you could have the worst bonus system in the world, but a person who would work in a company that manufactures the medicine that saved the lives of their relatives, they would do a great work if they would feel that the company is saving their families' communities. But both could change depending on the work environment they would have. The great performer with fear and greed with the great bonus system could come back to be a good performer if you would take whatever is scaring them from their mind. But if they would remain with fear, no matter how high your bonus would be, they would not risk their jobs. But a super motivated co-worker, motivated by a higher purpose and not worried about bonus, just doing good and impacting positively, would leave a company if the environment would become very toxic. And if they would not leave, their results would be impacted negatively. So what does this tell about motivation, workspace, talent management and compensation management and all of these concepts? Just one thing. Thanks to Drucker, this phrase is still valid now or in the future. Culture totally eats any strategy for breakfast. And here I come back to Otis reflection. Forget talent management, forge relationships. In today's complex world, the limitations of a management philosophy based on Western individualism are evident. In order to craft good businesses and rebalance our society, as Henry Mitzberg writes, we need to actively embrace interdependence.
There are many wrong concepts today in the corporate world, and we all know, Einstein told us, that we cannot solve a problem with the same level of thinking that created it. Meaning we cannot keep trying to improve some corporate working concepts and believe that we will build a great new way of working that will fit the future of work that we are all seeing emerging. There is an urgent need to have a new management concept. There is an urgency to have a new approach to business. There is an urgency to lead in a completely different way. But I ask, how are we going to improve results of our business in the future where people who are buying and looking for jobs are looking for companies and jobs that are more pro-planet? that care for their employee, their society. Yes, with the scarcity of employment, people will accept a job that will pay their monthly bills. But then the companies will hire people who are committed to the hours in the contract and just doing what they are asked to do. And in an era that we are starting to have more mechanic and operational work done by technology. And we will be needing more decision-making abilities and higher commitment and skills. We will need humans who are skilled to deliver beyond machines. Do you think that just paying the co-workers fairly, you will really get somebody delivering beyond expectations? Do you really believe that by just having a good talent management, you will have somebody delivering awesome work? If we understand that success for businesses and governments in the very near future will be what they are being able to do to benefit humanity, including preserving the environment where humanity lives, how do you think human beings will measure their success? There will be no separation of successful professional career and successful private lives. There will be no separation between rich country and prosperous, collaborative country. If success will be measured differently and people will measure their success differently, meaning by how much impact they can have and how proud they are of what they are doing, and companies will need committed workforce and workforce that can make decisions at a higher level. Do you think that working on improving old concepts is the answer? Concepts like talent management, performance management, feedback, career planning, smart goals, smart objectives, motivation plans, bonus system, better business plans, better marketing plans... If you think your people strategy, the most important strategy that you will have right now, has to prioritize any of these concepts that I just told, I can assure you, you might improve your results slightly right now. But just this, you will keep having the same results and they will start to fail you. Because a substantial change is already arriving. And people can see that it's almost impossible to make six months plans. Imagine three to ten years plan as we used to do in the past. It is impossible. So to face a new business paradigm where markets are unpredictable as the world is now 
Which kind of workforce do you need? A workforce that sees what is emerging and can develop quick, agile, one-month strategies, meaning a workforce that can make decisions aligned by a higher purpose, by a vision of what the company wants its role to be in society, or a workforce that can keep writing business marketing plans for one year, measuring market share in a market and a world that is changing each month. Well, you might need both. A workforce that can be both and can do this transition. Haha. <laughs> But then you need even a more committed workforce, a more integrated one. A workforce that can interact not only within the team itself, but also with the stakeholders and the world that is emerging. And for sure, reviewing the concepts as talent management will not bring you anything that you really need right now. I can assure you this. The last one year, there has been more than 1,000 reports delivered by the biggest consultant companies as Deloitte, BCG, McKinsey, and other consultancy companies on two topics only, purpose and social impact. Some of them you can see at my website, workcoherence.com, in the section Connecting Dots, Case for Change. I have compiled some of them, very few compared to what is available, but it is compelling to see where we are heading to. But what does it mean? If you really want to be among the ones who will be part of this emerging future, you have to start to change how you see the world. You have to start to search how to understand the essence of relationships. You have to learn about systemic approaches to business, economy, and your own life, meaning their intrinsic connections and how to live intentionally knowing that you are part of a bigger system. You will then start to connect dots from your own self-awareness exploration journey to what happens in your family, your community, and what is happening in the world. When you will understand the relationship between each part of your life and the world and foster this same understanding of relationships wherever you are living, working, only then you will be ready to co-create the future and not to be a victim of what is emerging. You are your relationships and your relationships are you. Can you be integral and intentional in what and how you live? Are you ready for it? Do you know what you want your role to be in all this? You should, and I wish you all the luck in this journey. If you want to ask anything, if you want me to talk more about this, send me a message and I will take up this in the next episodes. My mission is to share with you all I am seeing. Part of my work now, my website, is to share as much information as I can. And the part of the work that I will be paid for is my executive coaching sessions, my speeches, But the rest, what I want to do 
is that I want to do my best to share as much as I can with you all in my website, here in this podcast, or wherever I will be. So I hope that you lead me in this journey and tell your doubts, your anxieties, so I can research about it, learn and share with others. Our doubts now together, our inquiries, our curiosity will help us to lead this world together. So I count on you. Here was Lara Bezeha with The Leading Consciously, living a coherent life with purpose, wishing you a good reflection for you to find your role in this emerging future. See you next week.